In this sentence, Dazai gets a little creative with some phrasing, so let's take a look at this sentence. First, the Japanese. So how might we translate this sentence? Something like, the resulting trouble shouldn't have occurred, but of course life is as it is and a significant tragedy was to be the outcome. Alright, so there is some trickiness to this phrase in Japanese, right? Let's isolate it for you. This phrase might not seem so familiar to you, so let's break it down into a few parts. First up is Beki. Our example sentence is You're the one who's to blame, so you should be the one making the apology. As a student, you should be studying without needing to be told to do so. Children should hit the rack before 10 at the latest. Okay, now get to bed. But finish the lesson first. So, as you can see in these examples, Beki essentially means should. It's an auxiliary verb, and so it works in concert with the preceding verb in the sentence. A while ago, a long time ago, traditionally, this word used to be beishi, and the modern usage is what we see now, beki. When we use this word, we're effectively stating a very strong opinion and a belief that something should be a certain way, right? And usually that's because we're prompted by some sort of circumstance that we're in, or maybe we we're seeing something, a particular case that we have a very strong opinion on. So if you look at our second example with the student, and if you're a student, you should be studying, right? You don't need to be told to study. It's kind of inherently built into the, the description of you being a student. And so if you possess a certain sense of conviction about that thing, that it goes without saying that if you're a student, you should study, then you would be using this word. It helps you get that point out there and allows for that nuance and context built into should that needs to be there. In this next set of examples, we'll take a look at the second part of the phrase, hazu. First example. A little dialogue here. Do you think that the tea shop is closed on Children's Day? Yeah, most likely. I'd assume it is. Number two. Kitchen counter 
Are you hungry? A little self-talk, maybe, if you wander down into the kitchen. Hmm, this bread that's sitting here on the kitchen counter, that's meant for me, right? Can I eat it? Last one. If you use express mail, your package should arrive first thing tomorrow. In these three examples, we see a different side of the word should in hazu. Here, it's classified as a noun. But basically, it still does mean should. The difference is this is less about conviction and internal kind of surety and more about an assessment that you might be making about a situation or maybe even an assumption. So you're not 100% sure about this. You're near certain about these things. So the tea shop is probably closed because it's a holiday, right? That bread is most likely to be yours because uh, maybe your husband left it out for you. And uh, express mail is fairly reliable and it's probably going to be there around the time that they say it's going to be there. Now I say probably, but really it's more near certain, right? Um, and the cool thing about this uh, word is if you pair it with tashka as we see in the first example it really does boost the certainty of that sentence so there's a little eh, i'm not sure with tashka i'm pretty sure if you remember the tashka lessons cool lesson go back to that but when you stick hazu in there really kind of gives you some some assurance that things are going to happen what's also worth noting about this is that uh you're not able to confirm this, right? So it does kind of rely on another party or some sort of outside circumstance. Uh, that's where the, conf the confirmation lies. But you're, you're pretty sure about things, right? So that's hazu. So now we have hazuwanai or hazaganai. Let's look at our three examples and then we'll talk about them a little bit after that. It's a little easier to get it afterwards. じゃがいもの夏でたったの100円だってそんなに安いはずがないじゃがいもの夏でたったの100円だってそんなに安いはずがない。Seven potatoes cost only 100円。That couldn't be possible。あのケチで有名な部長が全員の昼食をおごるはずはないのだが全部払ってくれた。あのケチで有名な部長が You'd think that manager, famous for being stingy, would never treat anybody to lunch. But sure enough, he covered the whole thing. Snow shouldn't be falling in May, but yesterday in Hikone, I heard it did. Hazuwanai or Hazuganai. And what this phrase does is it presents a sense of conflict and the conflict between what it is that you're so sure about and reality, right? So it introduces this idea of disagreement between what you believe and what you're seeing. 
because it goes against Hazu, which you're nearly 100% certain about, right? So this reality is questionable. The potatoes are way too cheap. The cheap manager is buying people food, and it's snowing in Hikone. Why is this, right? And so when you use this phrase, you find yourself saying, well, that can't be. There's something odd about that. Why is it that way? So it forces you to ask why and then be puzzled as to the motive or the reason or the cause for this thing that you're now witnessing. And when that happens, that leads to doubt. So what we see in Dazai's sentence then, he throws the whole kitchen sink at it, right? He's got Becky in there and Hazuanai. Because his conviction and assumption are now kind of in conflict with reality, in disagreement with reality, Dazai is left puzzled. You might remember earlier in this passage, Dazai kind of comes to the realization that the Lord does possess mastery over the retainers and that they're not intentionally losing. And then therefore he kind of assumes that it would be natural that they would lose and he would win. But that mindset is in direct conflict with the reality that he ends up learning, which is that a great tragedy is to occur. What might these last three examples look and sound like then if we threw Becky into the sentence? じゃがいもなつで買った so there you have it, a rather complicated but in-depth, nuanced, neat little piece of information that you can play with. I'd encourage you to listen to this episode more than once. It took a while for us actually to kind of get to that nuance, so hopefully it's uh, really beneficial for you. And that wraps up this part of the paragraph. So on to the second part summary of paragraph five. Get more examples and even more audio and video so you can solidify your understanding by visiting the full course at maplelopo.com forward slash schoolhouse.